Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Did you watch that uh, Meghan Markle, <laughs> Prince Harry thing with Oprah last night? Not only did I watch it, but Oprah teased, tonight there's going to be more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't wait. You couldn't get enough. I mean... Listen, there is a lot of trauma that's happened in that family, and it's it's really sadness all around, not just for Meghan and Harry. And we got to see, like, some of the dirt, and it was a little uncomfortable, wasn't it? It was a lot more than I expected. Let me put it that way. Yeah. I was not expecting to watch more than 15 minutes of that show. <laughs> and I couldn't turn it off. I know. Because yeah. they were very... Very honest, I thought. Right, right. It, it, it was it was a big hyped interview with Oprah, and oh, she's sitting down with, and you think, oh, what are they going to tell us we don't already know? Right. They told us a lot we didn't already know. It was dishy, okay? <laughs> you know, uh, it was everything and more you thought it would be, and I cannot imagine what it's like in the UK right now after them sitting down and giving like some of the insides of, of being a royal. Uh, one of the things that Megan really did say is she didn't really know a lot about the royal family. She didn't really realize. Everyone's like, well, didn't you realize you're marrying into the royal family? And she's like, I didn't. Like, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. It's like, I don't think anyone could could understand what it's like. I think the only people who have an idea who are outsiders of what that's like are the people who've watched The Crown. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. On Netflix because Which, you you understand through watching that show that there is so much formality and so much that is already predetermined and you don't have a say in anything. Well, and, and Harry said that if it wasn't for, for Megan, he'd be trapped and his whole family is trapped. And Oprah kind of got on him. Like, so you're saying you growing up as a prince and basically privileged, like, right. you know, you were trapped. And I totally understood what he was saying. Like, he didn't know any better. He just knew what he knew. And life's like, woo, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden somebody comes into his life who just is supposed to be there, who, you know, changes his ideas and makes him aware of of other things, and and he couldn't sit there any longer. He, he couldn't sit there while his wife, I mean, Megan really dropped some bombs about herself. Yeah, among the biggest ones was, uh, in, if you didn't see the show last night, uh, this interview with Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, and Oprah was Megan admitting just how fragile her mental health really was. I was really ashamed to say it at the time and ashamed to have to admit it to Harry especially because I know how much loss he suffered. Mm -hmm. But I knew that if I didn't say it, that I would do it. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. She didn't want to be alive anymore. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? She's just married a prince. Yes. And she's found out that life is not at all. It reminded me of that movie, Get Out. (laughs) Yeah. Where it looks great at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get inside and it's almost... um, I mean, you really realize you don't have any right to your own life anymore. And for somebody who's lived like in California, doing whatever you want, being an actress and living and going places and seeing your friends and traveling when you want to. And then all of that is shut off. Yeah. uh, Her whole life just just really changed. And at one point she said she has been sitting inside for four months. They're like, Megan, you can't be seen. You're, you're all over the tabloids. You have to stay inside. She couldn't even like go meet her friends right. for lunch. Right. And, you know, she was pregnant. I mean, so through all this, the, the cool part is not really cool, but they, they showed 
a photo of them at this event where she's pregnant. And that was the night after she told Harry, like, I don't want to be here anymore. I can't. This is just overwhelming too much for me. And and they're at this event because they have to be. They spent a year after her telling him this, trying to do right, trying to do good for what they called the firm, which I think is just you got the family and then you got the people who take care of the family. It's the people who take care of the family. It's but, like the business yeah, of the royal family. And that, that weren't listening to them. Yeah. And that's why they left. And, and all the stuff that they said that we've heard, like they decided to go, they decided to do this, wasn't really accurate is what they're saying. So I don't know if it's a he said, she said. We'll see what the UK, you know, what the royal family says today. Uh, it's the only thing they'll be talking about yeah. for a long time, yeah, whether they comment publicly or not, and probably not, yeah, because yeah. that's the way they do. <sighs> really weird stuff. Amber Heard, I don't know if you heard about this, but she's supposed to be in a movie. You heard? Yeah, and uh, she was married to Johnny Depp, really bad divorce. Anyway, she had a contract that, like a stipulation in the contract that said if she gained too much weight, that she couldn't be in like the second movie. Yeah. And and. During quarantine, guess what? Amber Heard is horking like everyone else and eating all the food, <laughs> and, and she gained the weight. I just can't believe that. I mean, how much could she have gained? Uh, I could I mean? gain 10 pounds in two weeks. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, so with a celebrity, 10 pounds is like 40. Do well, you that's I mean? true. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's a good point. So, so they, they booted her from the movie. They did. And then it's I the thought- the Aquaman 2 movie. I thought, you know, if, if you're getting married, if we could write something in our- like a little stipulation in our contract, mm. you know, with our spouse. Yeah, knowing what you know now. Yes. About your spouse, what would you put in there? A little clause, a little, little marriage clause for your contract. I would put no stuffing everything in boxes because I have boxes of stuff and oh. I don't know where my stuff is. He just puts it in boxes to get it out of the way Uh-oh. and then I can't find it. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> Somebody moved your cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's not a good idea. Well, we asked our spouses... More more important than us dishing on them is them dishing on us, uh, we think. <laughs> so here's one of the things my wife says. The way you follow me around in the kitchen sometimes, putting things away that I'm still using and closing cabinet doors behind me when I'm still using them because you're so efficient and helpful. <laughs> It's not like I'm walking around behind you waiting for you to leave it open. You're I just not? come into the <laughs> That's what it feels like. I just come into the kitchen and they're all open and I'm like, oh, oh, these don't need to Greg, be Greg, this Greg. way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? I heard her laugh. I heard the laugh, the uh-huh. laugh we talk about. <laughs> the laugh where you just have to walk away. <laughs> Where you've gone too far. You've gone yeah. too far, Greg. Well, gotta... listen, I'm not the only one, Miss Meredith. Here's what your husband, Matt, had to say. This is a trap, isn't it? <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? You first, I'm choking on your cooking. <laughs> now you ask me this. You attack the poor guy while he's eating? Well, I mean, you shove just... a microphone in his face? He kept eating. That was his problem. <laughs> do I expect a pillow over my face tonight? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that we shouldn't go to bed angry. Wait, who's the one who goes to bed angry? You. (laughs) And medicated. That is such a lie. You go to bed with melatonin. I do, I do. And you're not nice to me after you take that. (laughs) That's after you wake me up. I I cannot No, I'm scared to go to bed after you. (laughs) 
But you won't let me go to bed with you. I cannot be held accountable for what I do under melatonin. I mean, the poor guy. He likes to go to bed angry, though. If we're fighting, he'll go to bed angry. I'll only go to bed angry after he wakes me up in the middle of melatonin. So I'm in that <laughs> zone. Like, I'm not even myself. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I've never taken melatonin, so I don't oh, know what that feels so like. so nice. <laughs> Apparently it's not. <laughs> uh, 520-775-0949. Is there something you would put in your marriage contract now? Mayor's husband, Matt, says that we don't go to bed angry and that you're not like in a melatonin-infused well, rage. Well, your your wife said, <laughs> stop closing the cabinets that I'm still using. Haven't you ever gone into a kitchen? I do this no. behind you. You, you go into it, the kitchen here at work <laughs> that's and why you I, leave everything <laughs> open. It's like, can we just close but, these doors? But I'm going to close it when I'm done. Like, that's the difference. But... <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so Five funny. Two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. What would you put in your marriage contract? That's what we want to hear about. I do this leave morning. my cabinets open at my house. Oh, you would drive you nuts. I would go crazy. <laughs> oh, that marriage contract. We asked our spouses what they would want to put in, like a little clause to get them out of it. Now that they know us, well, it would probably have something to do with you recording me all the time at home with these things. <laughs> My wife is apparently not a fan of me asking her no. questions and recording her oh. response. And, well, especially because you try to act like you're not recording her, and she knows better. I know. Yes. And then your husband. Do you have to be so sweet to me at bedtime. Any other clauses? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there needs to be a clause on time equality. You need to be here with the kids so that I can go out and hang out with adult people. Oh, what's that all about, Mayor? Uh-huh. I think he uh, is is a stay-at-home dad yeah. in quarantine yeah. and, and would rather be hanging out with you, Greg, than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just needs some adult time, yeah, you know? He needs, he yeah. needs to have adult conversation. Yes. I don't blame him. Yeah, He's putting that in the contract. How about you, John, now that you know what you know about your spouse? Anything you'd put in that marriage contract? Allowing to ask me to pick up four items, no more than that, on the way home from work at the store. <laughs> so she better choose wisely. And second would be, oh, she's only allowed two cute, wise, sarcastic remarks a day. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Somebody likes to get in a little jab, it sounds like. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen. It's a good thing she's not on the phone. We know all about you. I mean, isn't that what marriage is right there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, marriage took a turn that we didn't expect last night watching that Oprah special oh with Prince gosh. Harry and Meghan Markle. It was juicy. Wow. We'll talk more about that coming up this morning on 94.9 Mix FM. If you missed it, you'll hear some of it here, too. You know, last night it was like Super Bowl Sunday in my house. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle talking to Oprah. I mean, does it get any better than that? Oh, man, I knew you were going to be all up in your element. I knew that was like your game day. I mean, it was like, you know, they dropped a ton of bombs. I mean, they really did. But I do want to say I read this whole article on Prince Diana's security detail guy. And he said, I just want you guys all to be aware this is a family hurting. And so there's going to be a lot said on both sides, but really it's just a family in pain. Yeah. And it's repeating the cycle. Boy, I, didn't you just get the feeling that there's so much dysfunction, at least yeah. in terms of communication? Oh, yeah. They don't communicate. They, they just I aren't think, good at 
sharing with I each other. I think that's what it is. I think that it's just nobody communicated what was going on. Uh, one thing I thought was awesome, the first big drum they bought, uh, they dropped was that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married before that big wedding. Three days before our wedding, we got married. Ah. No one knows that, but we called the archbishop and we just said, look, this thing, this spectacle is for the world, but we want our union between us. So like the vows that we have framed in our room are just the two of us in our backyard with the Archbishop of Canterbury. And, oh. and that was the piece that... Just the three of us. Just the, <laughs> yeah, the three of us. Just the three of us. That must have been when I was in the kitchen getting food. Because I <laughs> didn't hear that, that part. They yeah. were playing in the chickens with the chickens. Oh, okay. I, mean, yeah. I really thought they were going to show us Meghan Markle's house, and they said they were, and all they showed us was a chicken coop. I'm like, come on. <laughs> well, maybe that's where she's staying. <laughs> I mean, time's gotten tough. <laughs> well, he did get cut off, so he's cut off. Like, the money is cut off. That's so. really interesting. And I didn't realize that they shut down the royal, you know, whatever you want to call it, the firm shut off not only the money, but the security, everything. And that was a big bone of contention last night, too, was Meghan Markle was saying, listen, you don't want to protect my son and me. okay, but he's the prince. You don't see the death threats that this guy gets every day that I see. He's still part of the family. you got to protect him. And they're like, nope. And they said, especially since he married a woman of color, like there's been a lot more like hate (sighs) than than most. That was disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very disappointing. A uh, lot to be learned last night, and uh, we've got more audio to play for you from those conversations because, man, oh, my gosh. Oh, there were so many good it things. Was, it was actually worth watching. I thought it was yeah. going to be a bunch of oh. hype and commercials, so and that the, wasn't it. The best news is Oprah came on at the end and said there was so much, we couldn't put it in one night. And I'm like, yeah! <laughs> now it's like the World Series. It's a couple of days. <laughs> Game two. Tonight on Fox. No. Just trying to, you know, day after Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they have we better cover. commercials? <laughs> there was one commercial that was really uncomfortable to watch last night. Oh, and my I... daughter said, oh, I didn't need to see that. I said, me neither. Oh, and the Oprah, Yes, Harry. during the Meghan Markle extravaganza <laughs> with Oprah last night. Uh, boy, everything they talked about, to me, came down to one thing. They left the royal family out of a lack of respect and feeling like they were at least being treated like everybody else in the family. Harry talked about over and over every time he would go to the family and say something like, you know, this is it's really tough, all the attention and all the negative stuff that's being written about my wife. They'd say, that's just the way it is. And he'd say, well, yeah, but yeah. nobody else is getting talked about like that. And when they do, you guys speak up. You're not speaking up and defending her. They said, You're not saying these things aren't true. You're just letting it happen. They said, deal with it. We all have dealt with it. Oh, but man. And, you know, maybe they have. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know if it's been as bad, yeah. you know, but, but there were a lot of things that we didn't know. You know, for instance, they're going to do some, you know, TV shows and, you know, just they're doing some things for money. And everyone's like, oh, they're just trying to come to America and make all this money you know, on the royal name. And that's not what they were trying to do. What happened is, is Prince Harry got cut off. He got cut off way before any of this. And now all he had was like his mom's money that they left him. And he's like, I had to like get a house with that. That's all we have. Like, we don't have anything else. And I have to get security from my family. Like, he still is the prince, right? I mean, I guess he's not. He doesn't have the title, but he is. And and so that's why they're going to do some TV shows and stuff. They're not trying to exploit their lives and and they said they did not get paid for this Oprah interview that was like the first thing they said that was the first thing they talked about and I was I didn't understand that I thought 
because I had read something about this Oprah interview costing like $7 million. And I was like, wow, she paid them $7 million bucks. But apparently that was all in costs and other things set up. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't, I didn't get all of that. But, but Megan said, yeah, we're, we're not taking anything for this interview. Right, right. We just want our, our truth to be told. I mean, think about it. Her dad, all the drama, the week of the wedding, you know, we yeah. found out her and Kate Middleton were fighting over some dresses and Kate Middleton apologized. I mean, it's just all, it was just a lot of drama. Yeah. And, and they said, would you do it over? Any regrets? And they, they said, no, no regrets. Well, she had one. Oh yeah, that's true. But it was that she she believed that the royal business would right. protect her. Yeah, yeah. And she said she wished she wouldn't have bought that so that she would have had her eyes opened sooner. But this whole notion that they left for money, the last question Oprah asked was, so am I hearing that you guys wouldn't have left if it hadn't been so bad, if you hadn't been treated so poorly? They're like, yeah, never, ever thought about leaving the family. Yeah, was never, ever thought about not being a prince and princess. to stay there. And, they and, were going to be part right. of the family yeah. until things went really, really bad. He bright. didn't want a repeat cycle of what happened to his mom. When he was talking about that. Oh, my gosh. If you couldn't feel that pain right there. And my daughter at that point turns to me and she goes, what happened? I oh, said, oh. So, no. so we had to have that little sidebar. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. his mom mm-hmm. was killed being mm-hmm. chased by paparazzi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 619 at 94.9 Mix FM. If you didn't get a chance to see it, but you DVR'd it or you want to on-demand it, we can actually say it's it's worth the watch. It's so, I mean, we didn't even cover a quarter of what they talked about. Like, go watch it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's worth it if you have any it's interest better. at all. It's yeah. better than it's the crown. It's actually better than what you expect. It's better than the crown. Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. 775-0949. What's on your mind right now, Julie? Hi, Greg. I want to tell you something that should be on your Friday stupid list. Oh. <laughs> you know, the stupid people. <laughs> yeah, the brain fire. Um, so I just uh, saw a girl um, driving, and she took a selfie, and then she texted it to somebody. <laughs> While she's driving? Yeah, she was driving. Taking a selfie and then texting it. In transit. Yeah, I know why they're doing that, though, because the lighting's so good in the car. <laughs> don't, don't make it okay. It's not okay. I mean, we have the Listen, hands-free rule here in Tucson and Pima County and Oro Valley and like everywhere. are the person who has the selfie in the car as yeah. your profile photo, I'd maybe take it down because it's illegal. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's incriminating. <laughs> yes. Don't be posting that. Uh, 520-775-0949. Let's grab another call here from John. Go ahead, sir. You guys were talking about the Facebook memories uh, earlier this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got one of those uh, where I did a screenshot about a year ago today that from eBay that had the uh, hand sanitizer seller for like $75 a bottle. Oh, my gosh. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, good memories, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Couldn't get the toilet paper. That. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I know. It was just about a year ago. I remember getting up going to Walmart at like 5 in the morning to get in line. Oh, oh my gosh. That's out. right. Standing. Yes. Getting there extra early. Yeah. Yeah. It was about a year ago that Greg and yeah. Marty were like, there's this thing happening. And what if it comes here? Uh-huh. And I'm like, you guys are just negative Nancys. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. You didn't believe us. I totally thought you were like being worried about something that we didn't need to be worried about. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
It's okay. It's only been a year of this mess. Yeah, I know. Oy oh, my gosh. <laughs> Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Uh, so many good little one-liners. I don't even know where to start, Greg. But if cauliflower can somehow become a pizza, you, my friend, can do anything. <laughs> Cauliflower pizza is delicious, by the way. Story. I do love it. Okay, uh, there are people less qualified than you doing the things you want to do simply because they decide to believe in themselves, period. And how many times do you look at the job you're doing and you're like, man, they're hiring this person. They don't know what they're doing. Like, I've done this for this long. Well, it's because they believe. They believe they can do it. Sometimes ignorantly so, right? Yeah. Sometimes they don't know what they don't know, which is why they feel confident in going for it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we knew too, we know too much. We talk ourselves out of we it. We talk ourselves out of stuff. Stop talking yourself out of stuff. Not easy. And you know, I know, I know everyone does that. That's why I can say that. One other one I want to give you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, don't worry about those who talk behind your back. They're behind you for a reason. That's one of my all-time faves It's right a there. good one, isn't it? Yeah. Keep them in the rearview mirror. Yeah, yeah. But if cauliflower can become a pizza. Yeah, <laughs> anything is possible. Uh, anything. Amen. All right, here we go. Pop Q&A time. 775-0949 when you like to play the game. But we're going to have Meredith play it today. Question number one, Mayor. Yes. Some significant revelations during that Prince Harry Meghan Markle interview last night. Among them, that Harry spoke openly with his father, Prince Charles, and the Queen about stepping away from the royal family. So the family was not blindsided. Two... Megan said she was told it would reflect poorly on the institution of the royal family if she got help with her mental health, which is a little troubling. And three, the baby she's carrying is a girl. She's due this summer. Who interviewed Harry and Megan last night in primetime? Uh, Oprah! Oprah! <laughs> Correct. So good. Question number two. Sofia Vergara is working with a service that crowdfunds microloans for people in small businesses in need. And during the pandemic, they've raised more than $152 million, helped more than 228,000 small business owners. On which ABC sitcom does Sofia Vergara play the role of Gloria? Uh, modern Family. Is correct. And question number three, it was an insane brawl. You might have seen the video. It happened inside the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall over the weekend. Customers and workers seen knocking each other to the floor, pulling each other's hair. This was all inside the store, which is known for lotions, loofahs, and scented candles. Which store inside most malls matches that description? I'm guessing it's Bath and Body Works. Oh, for the win. Yeah. This video, have you seen it? I have not. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. I, I, it's painful to watch. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that really people painful. are acting this way. I know. Let's, let's like, grow up a little bit. That would be ideal. Yes. But they're not. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Uno, uno, all right, 775-0949. This is what we're talking about today. That one horrible, messy space in your house. We're not the only ones. Here's how we know. Oh, my God. <laughs> how did you get in there? You remember this episode of Friends? <laughs> You're messy. <laughs> no, you weren't supposed to see this. Look, I don't love you because you're organized. I love you in spite of that. And look, now that I know, if I've got some extra stuff lying around, can we share the closet? Oh, it's just, um, 
I'm afraid you might mess it up. <laughs> you might mess it up. So, no, you can't get into my messy, horrible space. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that space in our house is the office. My, my daughter was trying to get me to clean it up this weekend. I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed going in there. And it's, that, that is not a fun one. And, and the thing is, is you're pretty much like Monica is OCD and make yes. sure everything has a place yes. in the space. So. Yes. 775-0949. It's my walk-in closet in my bedroom. Yeah, it's bad, huh? The walk-in closet. Yeah, I, well, you know, I just got it the other day where I could see the floor again. Because I've been, like, pushing stuff out of the way to reach up and get other stuff. So we, I finally straightened it out. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I mean, when you, when your walk-in closet can't be walked in. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. Well, it's also <laughs> really? it's also my studio now, right? Oh, my no. radio studio. Oh. So it's like, it's just a mess. It's catching everything. It's awful. Pretty big interview on... TV last night between Oprah and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. It was the Super Bowl of my life last night. (laughs) (laughs) Eating the snacks. So instead of our whole enchilada today, it's it's all Meghan and Harry news. It's the whole, you know, UK prince... Prince life. I don't know. I I wasn't that shocked. I mean, I was. I was shocked she was... I was completely shocked. I was shocked she was saying this stuff out loud. But I really felt like it was just families hurting. Do you know what I mean? It's a thousand percent. And miscommunication. Dysfunctional family communication. It is a thousand percent tradition that Megan, as an American, had no understanding. Yeah. And it's a a little bit of a lack of empathy. You know, that whole stiff British upper lip thing about not showing emotion and... They're just not used to doing that. Yeah, they, and, and as an American, that's all we do. I mean, you know the people here who were never taught emotions and how they are and how hard it is to to find that empathy from them. And so, I mean, you know what that's like. Well, this is a whole family of it. I was shocked that they got married three days before. That was one of the big shockers to me. Uh, then, then the real royal wedding that we saw in their backyard, just the two of them and the archbishop. Of Canterbury. Yes. Yeah, that was, I, which explains why Megan said she was able to sleep the whole night through the night before the big wedding, the yeah. big one that we all watched on TV. It's because they were already married. There was no pressure. Pressure's off. Not a bad idea. Yeah, not a bad way yeah, to go. Good idea. Um, but here's, I mean, the big bombshell for me was when she was talking about her mental health. I was really ashamed to say it at the time and ashamed to have to admit it to Harry, especially because I know how much loss he suffered. Mm hmm. But I knew that if I didn't say it, that I would do it. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. She was literally thinking of taking her own life. And yeah. he said at one point, well, we've got this event to go to. He said, you're, no, you're not in any place to go. Why don't you stay here? And she said, you cannot leave me alone right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if I'll be here when you get back. And they were trying to get help. Whoa. And nobody was helping them. And, you know, one great thing of Meghan Markle, what she just did there, she gave such a great PSA for mental illness and suicide. You know, that needs to be listened to. And especially at a time like we're walking through right now. So, you know, I'm really happy that she was so see-through, you know. Forthcoming. Yes. I I was impressed by that. I will say that this was an interview, especially when I saw it was going to be two hours. I'm like, really? There's two hours of this drivel? But it, it was not hyped, <laughs> uh, yeah. overhyped at all. It turned out to be a very real conversation. She was very forthcoming and also talked about what it was like, you know, to, to be put into all of this spotlight all of a sudden and hated. And then the royal family allowing all of that. 
to happen. I came to understand that not only was I not being protected, but that they were willing to lie to protect other members of the family, but they weren't willing to tell the truth to protect me and my husband. Oh, my gosh. She said that they even have like holiday parties for the paparazzi because they're like kind of in it with each other. You know what I mean? The way that system works. She said that the royal family is so intimidated of, about getting bad press that they don't want to do anything to upset the tabloids. Yeah. And Oprah was like, well, wait a minute. They're the royal family. They can do anything they want. And and Harry was like, nope. The reason that they're so beloved is because they have a great relationship with the tabloids. Yeah. And the tabloids always make the family look good. And I was just thinking, so here's somebody that the tabloids could pick on who's an outsider. The tabloids could get their fodder, right? Yeah. And the family could stay safe. There was some sort of deal made there. It was really heavy. Yeah, it's kind of like everything we heard they basically said was flip-flopped. You know, I'm sure that the truth is somewhere. Maybe that's their truth and maybe the royals see it a different way. I mean, I do think that communication was like totally broken down in this situation. So. Well, it's it's crazy. Oh, go ahead. No, I just have empathy for all of them. I mean, I really do. You know, you think Prince Charles never got to marry the person he loved. And, you know, it's very sad. Well, he's with her now. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) now that they can't have kids together. I mean, you know what I mean? There's a whole lifetime missed. Oh, you're right. Uh right. Uh, One other thing we learned last night, this is the last thing, we'll wrap it up here, is that the reason they're trying to put out TV shows and podcasts and all this stuff now is because the family has cut them off from everything, so they literally have no income. Your family cut you off? Yeah, in the first half, the first quarter of 2020. But I've got what my mum left me, and yeah. without that, we would not have been able to do this. Which, you know, on one hand, it's like, well, boo-hoo, we all get cut off from our family at some point. Yeah. But yet, that was their job. Yeah, not while they're counting on that, and they're planning their life on this, right? And all of a sudden, they're like, sorry, you don't have any of that. And, and and a person who hasn't really been in the real world. I mean, he's a prince. Exactly. And so now he has to. I mean, this is like a lifetime movie right here. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you didn't get a chance to watch it and you were thinking, I don't know if it's worth it. It's worth it. it it's actually worth it. I thought it was going to be horrible. I thought I'd last about 15 minutes. It was a little uncomfortable because they were trying to walk nicely. On some really hard subjects. Well, that was the thing. The one person they didn't say bad things about during that whole interview? The queen. The queenie, yeah. (laughs) Here we go. You won't get no dessert till you clean off your plate, so eat it. Don't you tell me you're full, just eat it. Eat it. Get yourself an egg and beat it. The weekend usually is a, an overindulgence time. Yeah, I overheard somebody saying they ate a whole pizza and a half a gallon of ice cream. Yes! Yes, my kind of people right there. <laughs> That's what the weekend's all about. I know I could be friends with those people. <laughs> so on a cloudy, weird kind of start to the day, you're feeling kind of dreary, whatever, whatever. Uh, why don't you share with us this morning at 775 775- 0949. That's our phone number. What do we want to know, Mayor? We want to know what you horked out on this weekend. <laughs> you know, what I'll, was your binge eating? I'll be the first yeah, did to you? let you know right now. Oh my gosh, my wife made these uh, chocolate chip protein <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> I mean, protein, you're binging on protein it pancakes. It was so good, though. I couldn't yeah, that's stop nothing. eating Okay, them. you should go back. It was so you, good. You, don't, you, don't, you shouldn't even be in this. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. You can overeat the good stuff, too. But I'm talking like, you know, all the Heath Bar chunks out of the ice cream, you know, some moose tracks, some, you know, warm brownies. <laughs> you got to eat all the ice cream, not just the tr- moose tracks. <laughs> yeah. What did you eat? What did you overdo it with a little bit this weekend? You'll feel better once you call us you and just, just get like, it off your chest. Let it out there. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just hork out on over the weekend? <laughs> Did a uh, peach cobbler. Oh, peach cobbler. We put uh, golden gram cereal in a yes. bottom of a 9 by 13 pan. That sounds awesome. Complete can of peaches and then sprinkle a cake mix on top of it. Oh. Never mix cinnamon and nutmeg. Yeah. Stick in a half of butter. Real butter? Put that on top. Real oh, yeah. butter. You put it in the oven. I hope you put so, some uh, ice cream on it when it comes out. Oh, that's exactly what you do. Oh, man, that sounds incredible. Oh, my gosh. There would be none left. I'd eat the whole thing, too. That's what I'm talking about. Would you really eat the whole thing, Greg? You. I would do everything I could. I would have it for dessert. Then I would have it for breakfast the next day. I would have it for dessert after lunch. I would have it for a snack. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd just... Keep going back to that trough, I'd man. Throw it away, and then I'd eat eat it out of the garbage, <laughs> and then I'd like try to pour ketchup on it. Well, then I'd pull the pieces out that didn't have the ketchup. Rinse them off a little bit. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. You overdid it with what this weekend? Pagoda brand chicken and vegetable egg rolls. Oh, oh throw it down the egg you rolls. Get, you get eight restaurant sized egg rolls in a box Yum. for five ninety nine. Yum. I ate all eight and went back and got another box. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love you. That's that sounds delicious. Only men. I love it. No women? No women are willing to admit Come what they threw down. We're the worst <laughs> and the best all at once. You had cheese and ham. That was I your know. big throwdown. Well, down. that's because like, during the week of adoption, I got so like overwhelmed that... That I, I had too many like protein bars. I was like you with the protein pancakes. Then, then I won't tell you that uh, <laughs> our neighbors in the studio next door brought in a dozen donuts this ah! morning. They're sitting out right there waiting for us to throw them down. The calls keep coming in at seven seven five zero nine four nine. What did you just overdo it with this weekend? Uh, Rocky Road ice cream. Yeah. My husband got a box of Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. And my neighbor across the street is always baking, and she brought over banana muffins and lemon moon pies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know what, Greg? I could have people call all day and tell me the food they're eating. It'd make me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) 7.58 with Greg and Bear in the morning. Horking out. We love it. Yeah, we do. Favorite thing to do. Pass the cloth. 10 After Trivia today, uh, when it comes to taking care of ourselves, women are known for doing it. Men are not. In fact, almost all women do this. A majority of men don't ever do what? 775-0949. I'm thinking uh, like a spa day. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, not a bad guess. And it's not something that most dudes I know do, but it's not the answer we're looking for. But most dudes have been sucked into one of them, right? Like at some point. Uh, Not me, pal. Never got a pedicure? Neither you two? Nope. Bull, I don't believe that. Are you kidding? (laughs) You want me to show you my toes? I'll show you right now. You're not going to like them. Uh, Anyway, good guess. Thanks for playing, but that's not it. 94.9 Mix FM, what's your answer? 
Uh, pluck their eyebrows. A little plucking. Plucking. Yeah. Threading. Plucking. Uh, no threading. A <laughs> uh, good answer. Yeah, I've been known to pluck a brow occasionally. When you get one of those waskily ones, it's like good, good, yeah. like oh, yeah. the, the old men brows, yeah, right? You yeah, gotta you just gotta, do a little shave. You gotta keep that in yeah. line. But uh, that's not the answer. Thank you for playing. Okay. Ninety-four point nine Mix FM. What do you think? Hello. Is it what's their weight? Is it what? Watch their weight, like, do and eat healthy? Oh, watching their weight, eating healthy. Yeah, men don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Some men do. Some do, I know, I'm Some kidding. Do. That's a great guess, but it's Some not the do, answer. Most don't. Yeah. Yeah, they get on that oh, scale God. with their yeah. shoes and their belt. Wearing the belt, yeah, I still got my wallet in my yeah, pocket. you guys don't care. Like, yeah. every, even my hair scrunchie comes out, <laughs> okay? There's nothing when I get the on that scale. It's like the weight of a cotton ball. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for, for guessing. Not the answer today, but great guess. Hi, it's Mix FM. What do you think? I think it's wash our face before bedtime. You're in the ballpark now, pal. All right. Does that help anybody else? Washing your face is in the ballpark of the thing that women are known for doing. 60% of guys never do. Is it moisturizer? There it is. It is? I was going to say moisturizer or brush their teeth. (laughs) Yeah, moisturizing their faces. Uh 17% of guys don't even use soap to wash their face. So a face cleanser, a moisturizer, you know that's not happening. You go in the shower and you still don't wash your face. Apparently not. Just the water. Let the water run. Is that good enough? Gross. It's totally gross. Disgusting. (laughs) We'll go commercial free to kick off your work day next on 94.9 Mix FM. Greg, 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 and Mayor, and Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.